hope you're hungry because you're listening to Everybody Eats. If you fail at something, 99% of the times, you can get a second shot at it. If you work hard enough, if you play the game right, you can get a second chance. So failing the first time is not always the worst thing. Like, Bensky just proved that. He got a second chance at it, and he nailed it. Welcome back to another episode of Everybody Eats. This is episode four. Everybody Eats. Follow us. Make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts. Anywhere you listen, you consume your podcast, we're on there. It's your host, Bensky Belazare. We have Edom XP co-host on the phone. Back again, Mr. Corey Ornsby right what here. What up? What up? All right. So, last episode, we spoke about stress. So, we're going to build up on that. This episode, we're going to talk about failure. Dun, dun, dun. All right? So, failure. Corey, I think you just Googled it. What does uh, <laughs> what what is the Google definition of failure? It's three words really. Lack of success. Lack of success. What does that even mean though? Like, is failure objective, subjective? Right? So some people I've heard people describe failure or the word fail to stand for first attempt in learning. Right? That sounds a little bit different than Let's start lack. from there. What? First attempt at learning. Okay. Like, failure is, that's what it is, really, if you think about it. But if you don't learn from it, what is that, then? Mm. If you don't learn from your failure, does that make you stupid? Like, because if you keep making the same mistakes over and over and over, failing the same exact way as you did before, what does that make? Like, what is that? Like, don't be insane. That makes, makes you insane. Yeah. It makes you insane, right? right? That's, the, that's the definition of insanity. Like. But then they say that you got to be crazy or insane to have an idea to be successful or whatever. Others got to think you're crazy or you're insane. So, like, Edom, do you remember the quote that we have in the NABBA room? Isn't that something similar to that? Oh, no. I think it's like... Those crazy enough to make a uh, to like attempt or make a make a change will be those who change the world. It was a Steve Jobs quote. It was, yeah, something like that. So similar, similar. Comment on the, the in the comment section. You know, reach out to us if if you know it, so we can get refreshed on that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You don't remember that, Steve? If you, if you know that Steve Jobs quote, but um, essentially, yeah, like insanity they say is like when you attempt the same thing over and over again and expect different results <laughs> and failure i guess you could say like if you're making the same mistakes over and over again like what does that make you i think that just makes you unwise i uh, you can call it stupidity you can call it just unwise right so for example of uh, in in the business world right so with kilty styles again that's the clothing line that edom and i run kilty styles um if we try a new marketing technique and we think that hey every day we should be say every day we dm one person to go follow us on you know on our ig account right and say every day people reply back like no 
why are you emailing me? Why are you DMing me? I don't want to do this. Blah, blah, blah. Right? So then maybe like after a while we'll realize, hey, maybe this isn't a good technique. Maybe that's not like the greatest example, right? But like maybe we I really- mean it's a good example because you set out to achieve an objective, right? Because failure is, I think, is when you set out an objective and not achieving that objective. Yeah. Right? So it's a good example because you set out to market, right? You set out to get people's attention, but it's not working. You set out to get followers then, yeah. follower page, right? And you realize that DMing people is not working. If you continuously do that, do that over and over and over, you're not learning from your failure. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to do something different. You got to approach it from a different angle. Yeah, yeah, that's. I was gonna actually start off with that. That um, um, the reason why people fail over and over again doing the same thing. We touched on insanity. Um, I think people hate to, and this goes back to what I said uh, in the last episode, I believe. People yeah. hate to admit that there's some fault in them, and you know, a lot of people, uh, most people, I'd like to think, are confident in their abilities and confident in who they are and confident that their approach is working. So, you know, um, simple example, let's say you go play a video game or something and you keep dying at the boss level or, or a certain level, or even, you know, you retake a test 50 million times and you keep failing or you keep getting stumped on this one part. And a lot of people, they're, you know, confident and say, oh, I could do this. I know how this works. But to fail, I think is to realize that, hey, you don't have all the tools. You're not equipped to properly handle. So take a different approach right now. Yeah. And of course, like you need to take a different approach. You can't keep doing the same thing that you, Edom Ekby or you, Corey Ormsby are doing. You need an outside perspective like, you know, Bensky Bell is there to come and help. And hey, why didn't you look at this or why don't you, um, uh, uh, come at it from this angle rather than uh, start here instead. And that really comes back to honestly having a network of, you know, one or two people to help you see that angle and to see um, where you're going wrong. Where you're going wrong. Because most people, if you're by yourself struggling with something, it's going to be the most frustrating thing. Unless, you know, maybe you're uh, a great, you know, flexible thinker, or critical thinker in that sense. But even then, you're still there's only so much you as a person can do. You know, like people I've seen TV shows and I've um, even watched or had phone calls where someone had a problem and then uh, their child or their baby brother or sister uh, heard part of that problem. And they said something and they're like, oh, you know, like Eureka, I got it, you know, and boom, problem solved. So. Yeah. So I'm going to cut you off right there real quick. I think. Like this, this just came to me. I think a big part of failure or learning from failure has to do or deal with humility, right? Like you said, you have to realize that you don't know the answer. So I think humility plays a huge part of you have to be able to look inside yourself and admit, I do not know this, right? So I was mentioning briefly before, I had a great experience yesterday, two days, this week at work. I was on the phone with a client and Lately, I've been learning how to complete a task, but I've been learning how to do it, not necessarily the whys behind it. Like, why do we do this? Why do we do this? Right. Yes. So I was on the phone with the client and I kind of like got stuck because I was pretty much saying what I was told to say, but I didn't really understand why. So when the client was asking questions, I was like, uh, you know, I literally said, like, you know, what? I'll call you back. 
and I was staring at my screen, and I'm not going to lie, like, you had that took, feeling of failure. I had that feeling of failure because it's like they've been teaching me this for a little while, but I haven't really conceptually understood what I was doing. Yeah. And I was staring at my screen and I was like, you know, it took me a couple minutes before I'm like, you know, what? I have to go talk to my lead. And I had to ask. I was like, hey, I really need your help. You know, I was like, I just got off the phone with them. They were just asking me a couple questions. I didn't really understand what they were asking. I was just giving the response pretty much like you told me to respond, but I didn't really get it right and you know it kind of like it, i don't want to say it kind of hurts but like you have to suck in your pride a little bit and admit that you don't know this right and you have to go reach out for help and like you said like sometimes people have that pride or that comp where they want to feel like they do know something and it kind of hurts to admit that they can't do it or they don't know you know but thank god like i've been blessed with a great team you know at work so she pretty much broke down everything and we spoke through the conceptual reasons of why we say what we do, why we have certain instructions, why we have certain procedures. And that's one way of dealing with failure. Exactly. Like right. reaching out to people who know exactly what they're doing and ask for help. And then right after that, we spoke through it and like it clicked. Right. And it's been great ever since because now I know conceptually why we do certain processes. And I got right back on the phone with a client after and I discussed everything and it turns out like I wasn't I was never wrong. I was right the whole time, but I didn't know why I was right. You know? So then now, you know, the client had to go fix it on their end and then we got the issue solved. But realistically, that wouldn't have happened unless I kind of just took that minute to myself and admitted like I don't know this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then think- that quote unquote failure experience, my bad, let me finish this. So that quote unquote failure experience helped me to, you know, realize one I don't know and then I had to pretty much humble myself and go ask my lead like can you please explain what I'm doing here? <laughs> yeah you know so I think um piggybacking off I guess what we both just said was um you know you admitted that you were wrong you know you admitted hey I don't have these tools I don't know everything but a part of that also includes like you're internalizing your your failure but you're not you're not your failure at the same time. So you're like separating of course, who of you course. are from your failure. And I think that's something maybe people have and uh, might have a problem doing or aren't conscious of that they're not separating the two from each other. They're just um, keeping it as like, hey, you know, if I failed, maybe I'm the failure. Or maybe it's something like it, it goes more than, uh, you know, the initial like maybe it's something I'm doing or maybe it, it like they internalize it to the point where they think they are that, that deficit, that, that, um, what do you call it? I weakness or, um, insufficiency. So I think like a key part of that is separating your identity the failure from, from the, the action from, from the person. Yeah. So. The action from the person, the identity from, from the failure, all that stuff. I think like what you did was a great example. I mean, in your case, it's kind of more of realizing why, like I guess you understood everything you said, but not the the whys and yeah and yeah. So eat him. Yeah, I have a question so. for you because you're on a roll tonight. I have a question for you. Thank you. Um, like for people, say for example, I'm afraid of failing. I want to start a business, or I want to approach this girl that I've always wanted to talk to. <laughs> what advice would you have to give someone who's afraid of failure? Like, what would you tell me? Like, I want to talk to this cute girl. 
Uh, I know she's way out of my league. I'm so I'm, I'm scared and blah, blah, blah. What advice would you give to me to deal with, like, the fear of failure? Okay, so first thing is definitely confidence. You want to approach something. You don't want to tell yourself, you don't want to tell yourself, hey, I'm not going to, you know, um, start this business or I'm not going to be able to talk to this girl, X, Y, and Z. You don't want to start off like that because if you, I, you know, Bensky knows, uh, even you probably know that strong believer of what you say, you know, you speak things into life. So if you start off thinking, hey, this isn't going to work out or um, confidence. Um, yeah, it's confidence. So if you start off believing, hey, I'm not going to make it, then you're not going to make it. That's, you know, cut simple. Just a fact. To existence. Uh, you and you know, funny, this- funny you said that, Edom. Funny you said that because like, uh, I don't know if you guys know who Marcus Garvey is. Yeah. Any one of you, do you know who Marcus Garvey is? Um, no. Edom? Okay, Marcus Garvey is a was a black a, black activist. Jamaican black Jamaican act. black activist, right? And he's also a Jamaican national hero. I'm Jamaican, so I know all these stuff. <laughs> but um, he said, and I quote that, with confidence, you have already. Ro- okay, he said, without confidence, you're twice defeated in the race of life. Mm. But with confidence you've already won the race before you even started. Mm. So it just goes back to what Edom said. Like, if you tell yourself that, okay, I'm going to fail. Oh, she's way out of my league. Oh, I'm going to fail at this business. You've already lost. You've already failed. Before you even started. Before you even started. So essentially, it's like kind of what Edom just said. Just remind me of that quote. That should have been a quote for the day. That should have been the word of the day, right? That's just some more food for thought, right? We just throw you some nuggets over here. Some free food for thought. That's what we do over here. Everybody eats. I have, um, I guess, another thing that goes in with that is don't come in too overconfident at the same time where... Talky. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, you know, don't be blinded to the fact that now you think nothing you're doing is wrong when... You know, at the same time, it still might be the complete problem. And then that's when you get into the cycle of insanity at the very same time. And what? Uh, Okay. To overcome that personally, what I've been uh, doing is if I, you know, let's say I want to go talk to this cute girl or something, you know, you think about what you said Uh and even or even starting a business, like, I mean, Normally, I don't think people would start multiple businesses that failed over time. But, um, you know, it's so let's possible. say it's possible. I, it is. It is. But um, all right. So let's say you fail at something once. Um, take note of what you did. Take note of how you approached it. Um, maybe the situations and what happened, who you were with or, you know, if outside factors had a role in it. But take note of everything that happened, especially what you're what the role you played into that like what what did you do how did your actions affect the outcome of that and take note and for the next time you're conscious and you're actually aware of, of what you're doing going you forward wrong. yeah that's that's a big thing i've been telling myself lately like you know that way when you know you fail and let's say you do the same thing you know hey this was it's my fault you know this is actually generally my fault like i'm stopped i'm I'm my own obstacle. I'm my roadblock. But if you take conscious, just be more aware of your own life. I want to say, like, be aware, more aware of what you're doing. Don't blindly run into it. You know, take a step back and 
you know, take a breath, take a step back and plan it out. And don't just run into it blindly. And the thing is, nobody, nobody sets out to fail, though. Like, you're not, you, you, you don't go into a business expecting to fail. Yeah. So, People, what is that sudden aura of, oh, I just wasted $10,000 on a business that failed. It's, it's very, goes back to our last episode, stressing. And my question to you now, Bensky, is how does one deal with such failure? So like, how would you deal with that failure? So that's where episode all these episodes connect, right? Episode one, I think we spoke a little bit about optimism, right? But at least for me, right? Yeah. So with failure, it goes with optimism and it goes back to what you know what people say fail stands for, first attempt in learning, right? Lessons can be hard. Lessons hurt, right? Not all lessons are going to be good. Some, when it comes to business, some lessons can like hurt your pockets. It can hurt your pride. It can hurt you emotionally, right? So you, it's similar to what Edom says. You have to look back and see what did I do right? What did I, what did I do well? What did I do wrong, right? What did I do well? What did I do not so well? And you have to just sit there and analyze it and you have to be truthful with yourself, right? And you have to look and say, this is what went well. This is when this is what went not so well. And then you have to say, one, I'm not going to give up. If it's truly your passion and it's truly what you want to do, then you're going to say, you know what? I'm going to pick me up by my bootstraps and I'm going to go try again and I'm going to do it again. However, don't do the same wrong things or the same bad things. Right. And if you think, hey, this is what I went well, focus on those. This is what I did not do so well. All right. Let me take a different approach. Let me go get some advice from someone who knows better. Let me go watch some videos, listen to some podcasts, read a book about it. Let me go network with some more people so I can learn more so I can avoid making those same mistakes or making other mistakes that I haven't made yet. So you can actually learn so from those. So you can those. actually learn, learn from those. Right? So I actually, I really want to speak about an experience about this. But before we do that, let's have this week's segment of Word of the Day. all right so on this episode word of the day i believe edom has a quote for us that i do so you guys ready yep all right so the quote is but it ain't about how hard you hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward how hard how much you can take and keep moving forward that's how winning is done you know, I know this. I know this. <laughs> he smiled. I know this. I know this. When he said, I wish you could My see son, his face. Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> aka Rocky Balboa, <laughs> aka Rambo, aka <laughs> Rambo. Right? This is Rock, Rocky Six? Nah, five, I think. Five. Close, close, close. I give him an 80. Yeah. 80. <laughs> nah, that, that quote holds like a real special. And that actually has to do with this week's episode. Honestly, you said it's not about how hard you get hit, but it's... Say it again? How hard you can keep... How much you can take and keep moving forward. How hard you can get hit and keep pushing on, keep keep going forward. And that scene is honestly beautiful. You know, he's talking in that scene. He's talking to his son, but he's also, you know, referring to boxing in himself. Where it's not really about getting hit. It's not about getting down. But 
when life knocks you down seven you times, fail, right? When, when you I, fail seven times, you get it back eight. Exactly, right? So that's essentially the answer to the question you just said. When you take a huge loss, it could be financial. It could just be emotional. When you realize that you failed, it's not about the failure itself. That's just the lesson. Now it's about the approach, the next approach of, I, all right, what am I going to change? What am I going to do differently the next time so I don't make the same mistakes? And God forbid you do get... You know, you make another mistake and you fail again. Okay, now you get back up. That's what builds character and that's what make people that's what makes people successful. But what if what if you do everything right? You're in a relationship, right? You met this girl and you treat her right, you do everything you can to be that perfect boyfriend and she still cheats or she still messes around. Yeah, ugly. She I'm failed talking. you. She <laughs> failed at that point, you're just ugly. <laughs> <laughs> right, yo. She failed no, you. But seriously, so. what if you say you're starting a business? Forget about the girl. Mm-hmm. You're starting a business, you do everything right. Right? You market, you do this, you publish, you do this, you do that. And it still feels like you're failing. But is that failure or you you just giving up? But all right, how would you define that failure? Like, yeah, that's just part of the grind, you know what yeah. I mean? Because all right, I'm a, we're a little bit one year into Kilty Styles, and sometimes it feels like we're not. I feel like I'm not growing as fast as I wanted to. Is that considered failure? Sometimes in my head, I consider myself as yeah, maybe I am. Sorry, maybe I am failing, or maybe this is a failure. But to be honest, it's like. At least for me, I can speak on myself. I don't consider it a failure because at the times when I feel the lowest, it just so happens I'll get a text message, I'll get a DM, I'll get something from somebody that says, yo, that shirt is fire, I love what you're doing with Kilty Styles, and I'm sitting here like, you have no clue, like, sometimes I feel like I want to give up. It happens. If you're like, I saw a picture that shows, like, the road of an entrepreneur, and it's like, you, many times you feel like, I'm wasting money, there's no point in doing this, let me give up, this is not working, all of that. And that's normal to have, right? However, it's like, it's it's the not giving up aspect that makes you, you know, part of that. That's what separates winning business from losing business. Exactly. It's one of, someone said the key to staying, the key to a successful business is staying in business. You know what I mean? It's like overcoming those failure moments or those, those moments where you feel like, you know, this Say that again. The key to staying in a the key to a successful business is staying in business. I think like Gary Vee. The key to <laughs> crap. I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> the key to a great to a successful business is staying in business. So that means no matter what, winning or losing, get, making profit or getting a loss, staying business. Just staying in business. Learn. Keep learning from what you're doing. Exactly, and like. I think this is what I want to speak on before. This is an experience that I had when I was a sophomore. Um, uh-huh. uh, Edom, Allen. I like uh, stories. Right? <laughs> so Edom, Allen, a couple of us from, from school, we're part of NABA, National Association of Black Accountants. That's the organization that we're a part of. We went to the NABA Eastern Region Conference in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That was the first time I've ever been to a conference like that, and it was an amazing experience. However, as a sophomore, I was looking for to get into some sort of internship development program, something, right? So when I went there, I didn't have the best GPA. That was the that was maybe like a month into the organization. So I was still learning a lot about myself. I was learning about how to function, how to network and do all those things. Yeah. 
at the one big part of the conference is the career fair. At these career fairs, you have maybe 50 plus corporate companies. You're talking the big four accounting firms, banks, all these corporations are here networking and they're literally recruiting these students. So if you're a business student, you're in that business field, amazing organization. And it's the perfect opportunity and perfect place if you want to get an internship, full-time job, any of that. So as a sophomore, this, this career fair is maybe four hours long, yeah. right? I have 50 copies of my resume. I know I don't have the best GPA, but I know that I'm a great person to work with. I know that about myself. I have that confidence, but I'm not too cocky. But I have that confidence that I know how to talk, I know how to work, but I know academics in school is not my strong suit. Anyway, I speak to, I don't know, 20 companies there must have been. I'm online. I speak to these people. I go from one company to the next, to the next, to the next. Every single company told me no. They saw my GPA and they said, unfortunately, we have a, say, like a 3-3 requirement, a 3 requirement. I'm, I'm, wow. I'm, not, I'm not ashamed, but like at that point, I had under a 3.0. I told you, academics wasn't my thing. Yeah. And one person told me, um, he's actually a really great friend of mine now, but he said, you know, I would love to pass on your resume. You look like a great person to work with, but I can't bring this GPA to my manager. All right. And he said he's going to make me look bad. And I had to respect that. But that humbling moment at that conference, you know, I could have taken it two ways. I could have taken it one way and Start be like, drugs. Right. Or something. <laughs> I could have taken it for I could have taken it one way and be like, you know what? I just came here for no reason. I just wasted my time. I wasted my money of coming here. I wasted my energy. What was the point? I'm a failure. There's no point in trying. Or this is the way I took it. I said, for real, I'm going to be back next year and I'm going to get an internship. And I'm going to do what I have to do this year to build up my resume, make myself even more marketable and do what I have to do. So next year, no one could tell me no. So you learn from your failure. So I had to learn from my failure. So did but your GPA go up? No, it didn't. I admit. So you just... You just came better at selling yourself. I basically. came better at that point. Like my GPA has been like it was been under three zero throughout all of college, right? So for those with low GPAs, don't think that that is the end of the world. That because doesn't mean what, you shouldn't get your GPA up. That doesn't mean no. Do the best <laughs> in school. Get the best GPA you have. But for someone who didn't, I understand the struggle, right? But to to continue my story, right? I didn't let that define who I was, like how Edom said. You separate the failure. You separate the the failure from the person. I was not my GPA. I was not me being rejected. That wasn't me. However, you know, I controlled the controllables, which is another quote that one of our friends says, right? So I got more involved in NABBA. I became the president of the NABBA chapter. I was involved in different clubs, different organizations, and I ended up getting an internship through a different development program. So by the following year, my resume was great. My GPA still wasn't the best, but, you know... God bless the company I'm working for right now. They offered me an internship, which eventually led to a full-time job, right? So it's there you go. looking at those failures and saying, you know what? What can I learn? What can I do better? Unfortunately, my GPA didn't go up and I didn't do better in that. I'm not proud of that. However, I made sure that I did. I excelled in everything else that I could and, you know. You learn from it. I learned from it. And I've been blessed to be in this position where I am now, be able to just give back and talk about my experiences. And that's, you know, that's the point of me being here. And you want, you want being a crazy guy and I'm learning from your mistakes. There's always a way around it. You don't always have to settle with the L. You know, two L's make a W. So I'm sure Bensky took a crazy even amount of L's that day and, and turned them all into to so W. The thing about life is, 99% of the chance, times, you can get a second chance. Mm. Like, if you fail at something, 
99% of the times, you can get a second shot at it. If you work hard enough, if you play the game right, you can get a second chance. So failing the first time is not always the worst thing. Like, yeah. Bensky just proved that. He got a second chance at it, and he nailed it. You know what I mean? So it's just a matter of how... Sorry, it's just a matter of how you deal with deal with failure. You remain optimistic. You could, like you said, you could have gone gone to one side and say, "Oh, I'm going to give up," blah blah blah. But instead, you chose to go on the other side and say, "No, I'm going to come back next year. I'm going to come back bigger." So normally, you got a second chance at life. You, some most times you do, right? I think it's just God's way of saying, "Okay, you failed the first time. I'll give you a second one. Don't mess it up." Mm-hmm. So always use that failure to make the second attempt even better than the first one. That's very true. So that's what that's 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 something that I strongly believe in. Okay. All right, Edom, you have any have do you have any last words? Uh nah, I feel like I preached today, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the congregation say amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Anything from you, Mr. Ormsby? No, like the last thing like I just said, like you always get a second chance. Like, believe it or not. The only time you think you don't get a second chance is when you think you don't get a, you don't have a second chance. Mm. But you always have a second chance. Get up and go at it again. You can take the bar 100 times. You can take any one of those exams 10, 20 times. It's going to cost you money. It's going to cost you. But <laughs> if you got to work three jobs at Starbucks, in the office, one at Burger King, do what you got to do to take that bar exam again. You know what I mean? Do what you got to do. If, if it means you lost $10,000 in a business, save 20000 Yeah. Right? And go at it again. You always get a second chance. It's just a matter of how determined do you want it. How per, how much perseverance do you have? And I think that should be a second topic. Determination. Determination. Yeah. So we'll speak about that. For, for our next topic. For, for the next topic. But again, I guess just to summarize, it's just the first attempt in learning. All right? And just make sure that you do learn. Be humble. Understand that you don't know everything. And just approach second time better. Analyze what you did right and what you did wrong, what you could do better and what to avoid. Ask for help. Ask for advice. Look for people who know more so you can avoid certain mistakes. You're going to make certain mistakes, and it's just a matter of learning from them. And again, when you ever get knocked down, get knocked down seven times, stand back up eight. That's a great summary, bro. That's a great way to end it I want to give you a round of applause right now. (laughs) That's a food for thought. Honestly, I think, like... This is, this is really why I love doing this podcast, is giving back, right? We don't know everything. We're still learning ourselves, so it's just com- coming from that experience. Yeah, we still don't know how to get Edom to record with us, but yeah, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to thank you again for watching. This is episode four of Everybody Eats. Please, please, please like, subscribe, and share this content, all right? If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure you like and subscribe. What are your comments? How do you feel about failure? Tell your stories. Like them in the comments. Subscribe. Share with your friends. Put them on. Everybody eats, right? Don't be selfish. If you listen to this, go make sure. Give them a play. Yeah, exactly. Make sure that someone else can listen to it. All right. So we'll see you guys next time. Thank you again for tuning in.